Terabytes is for informational and educational purposes only. Nothing on the show is advice. No financial, tax, legal, or any other kind of advice. Nothing we say is an inducement to make a particular investment or follow a particular strategy. Anything you invest in is at your own risk. Do your own research and consult with professionals. Hey everyone, welcome to the Terabytes pod. Uh, today I am with the Aperture team and also Eli, the Terabytes intern. And today we're going to be digging into what the product is and what everything is going on in Aperture Finance. And I know that you guys have been hearing a lot on Twitter. Everyone's kind of been posting stuff about Aperture for a minute now, uh, but their product is coming. It's going to be a great place for lunatics to kind of go to to experience cross-chain endeavors without having to really leave the comfort of their Terra station and their Terra wallet. We all love our experience is here in the Terra ecosystem. So any product that's kind of tapping into the strategies we're doing and also kind of giving us the ease and simplicity of going cross-chain is a, a, a worthy endeavor. Um, so enough of me kind of explaining what you guys are doing. Aperture, thank you guys so much for coming in. Uh, do you guys want to kind of give a general introduction what you guys are working on? Yeah, yeah thanks for having us. I'll pitch anyone, take it away. Uh, sure. Um... Uh, thanks for uh, having us. Uh, my name is Pei uh, Tianli. I'm a co-founder and co-CTO uh, here at uh, Aperture. Uh, I, uh, I just quit uh, Google. I'm a former uh, Google software engineer uh, because I love uh, crypto and the Terra ecosystem so much. So uh, now we have been working uh, full-time uh, on this very uh, challenging but rewarding uh, project that I would like to share with all of you. So that Google uh, background is very interesting. Where did, what were you working on on the Google front? Uh, so um, Google uh, news content recommendation and uh, personalization. Uh, and then uh, I later switched to the YouTube music team. Oh, that's interesting. Wow. <laughs> OK, we uh, can I go can ahead. Go, yeah, I can go next. Um, so this is Gao. Um, uh, I also came from the background of Google. Um, Peichan and me, me were in the same team for close to four or five years, pretty much since the first day uh, since I started at Google. Uh, Pitchin was working on real-time streaming system. Um, I was working on uh, video ranking, and then uh, next will be uh, working on user profile and some of the infra stuff. Um, Pitchin and me, we were doing crypto uh, mining back in 2017, um, but later when the whole market crashed, we took a, a kind of sabbatical. Uh, later last year, we picked up the smart contract and I think it's very interesting. Uh, and there's a lot, definitely a lot of potential and disruptions there. So we entered, re-entered the space and uh, created this company and the protocol. Yeah, and I'm, I'm Mick David. Um, I joined the team pretty recently. I'm the uh, marketing and partnerships lead. And my background is not Google, but I have a kind of a longer web two marketing and partnerships background um, that was kind of married with the interest in DeFi and crypto in the past year. And um, yeah. Excited to be a part of the team. Can you guys kind of give a little bit of an overview on what Aperture Finance is? Uh, what kind of investments do you guys do? Yeah, so Aperture, um, we're part of the belief that, you know, the future of DeFi is cross-chain. Um, and, you know, we have, as we are on the Terabytes podcast, we have settled here in the early innings um, and building out um, kind of the first strategy on the on the Terra ecosystem. But sort of the grand vision for Aperture is that down the road, we'll have basically a marketplace, sort of like you could call it an app store, that one clickifies any complex strategy or smart contract that you could do, regardless of what chain it's native to. 
And so a lot of what we're really talking about here is yield-based strategies. And then you can kind of expect in the future, users could show up um, regardless of what chain their assets are native to, whether it's Solana, Avalanche, Terra, um, will hopefully support most chains in the near future. And basically users can show up in one click into a strategy regardless of what chain it's native to. Um, so within that one click, it's obviously gonna include the bridging component as well as the active smart contracts that are gonna actively manage um, and execute that position on an ongoing basis. Um, and I'll let Galler pitch in if you have any, any color you wanna add in beyond that. Um, I can provide um, a different perspective. So McDavid mentioned the marketplace. Um, so marketplace needs two sides, the, the developer who built the strategies as well as the users who use the strategies. Um, so for the users, they can enjoy the strategies for use or for convenience. Uh, the other side is the developers. Initially, uh, we as the aperture team will be bootstrapping the, uh, most of the strategies, but eventually we will be coming out with a process to uh, offload the majority or the, the heavy lifting of development to the community. As a community member, they will be able to, um, uh, for example, propose an idea and we will give an incentive to implement the idea. We'll help with the auditing time slots. Uh, we'll pre-allocate auditing so they don't have to engage with the auditing firms individually, which is a pain uh, for a lot of the DeFi developers. And we'll also help standardizing the interface um, that way, they will. Uh, it's much easier for them to uh, to come up with a design that is robust and secure. Uh, at the same time, um, they can profit share from the strategies that they um, implement and also based on our stores. So I'm kind of getting a little bit of insight here on as far as you guys is wanting to integrate with other kind of teams and different protocols. Um, when I kind of gave a test run on your guys' like little beta thing, I noticed that a lot of your strategies right now are kind of comprised of the mirror delta neutral strategies. Um, and I just kind of wanted to get a little bit of insights as to what is the current kind of development stages of, of priorities in terms of vault creations. Um, and from from like a, a DeFi perspective, if you're DeFi savvy, uh, you will be able to tap into yields upwards of like hundreds, hundred of percents in different areas. Um, is the reason for only having delta neutral strategies that are about at like the maximum being at 39% right now, is it just because you guys are targeting a, a kind of a different audience of DeFi users? Are the DeFi power users not going to be kind of interested in the house suite and it's going to be more for a uh, new investor to, to uh, crypto in general? Yeah, so uh, for this um, mirror-based adult neutral strategy, um, we basically uh, wanted to... Uh, uh, provide uh, investors who wanted to have a stable and hands-free uh, way to earn uh, yield for their stablecoin, uh, in this case, uh, the entire USD stablecoin, uh, USD. Uh, so for investors uh, who want to uh, like hold like Luna or other uh, more opolito uh, crypto assets, uh, we have upcoming strategies uh, that will be able to earn additional yields uh, for those uh, uh, investors um, as well. So uh, it's uh, coming up. We decided to focus on uh, stablecoin-based uh, yield strategies first because uh, we think uh, there are a, a big crowd out there uh, who really uh, wanted a way to like uh, just one click into something and get stable yield without having to worry about uh, 
monitoring their positions because it is a, uh, a slightly leveraged uh, positions with the mirror-based uh, talent negro strategy. Mm -hmm. uh, so we're able to automate like uh, a lot of uh, the necessary ongoing uh, maintenance needs on behalf of the users so they can go about their lives uh, and then earn this uh, very attractive yield. Um, uh, many times it, it should be uh, higher than the uh, anchor yield uh, because uh, you know anchor uh, earn is uh, part of this strategy um, that we're uh, uh, that we developed. Yeah. Yeah, and I think I think you guys are onto something there in that regard. Is that there is a desire for for these kind of like passive safe yields. I mean, we saw that with the turmoil and the humanitarian crisis that's going on in Ukraine. That created a lot of, um, I guess, people feeling a little unsafe about and uncertain about the market conditions. Uh, so there was a huge flock to people going to um, to commodities and commodity trading and to the traditional investment portfolios. And I think you guys is like Volts is kind of giving an opportunity for users to have a passive free mentality of using delta neutral strategies because they are uh, hard to maintain. I know that there's a lot of lunatics who loved using Mira at the very beginning, but then they started realizing how hands on and how hands active you were having to make sure you were delta neutral. Uh, so are you guys exploring to kind of harness those Delta neutral opportunities uh, beyond just the Terra mirror product? Are you guys looking at Solana opportunities and stuff like that? Absolutely. Uh, not only Solana, we're actually also very actively exploring uh, like opportunities on EVM chains uh, like Polygon. Mm -hmm. uh, there are like uh, synthetic uh, token protocols similar to mirror there. Uh, and uh, so is the case with Solana, uh, and with Solana, uh, there are like more opportunities to build out uh, similar pseudo data neutral strategies uh, with the uh, leverage farming protocol like uh, Tulip uh, and Frenchium, uh, and you know uh, there are also uh, Perp uh, uh, future. Uh, decentralized exchanges there. Uh, so there are like even more opportunities for to build data uh, neutral strategies uh, on those chains. Okay, I gotcha. I want to touch a little bit on the uh, cross chain endeavors. Um, I know we were we earlier mentioned about the fact that you guys are trying to give that experience for a DeFi user to kind of tap into different yield opportunities across the crypto space. Um, have you guys had those partnerships and experiences in Terra? Uh, I know that recently there was that whole Avalanche Anchor X situation. Did you guys uh, partner up there? What was the kind of role that your guys' team kind of played there? Yeah, absolutely. Um, uh, so we are actually a core contributor to the uh, uh, X Anchor or Cross Anchor uh, system that just uh, uh, came live recently on um, um, Avalanche. Uh, so uh, a high level overview of, of what Cross Anchor is, uh, is that it enables uh, wormhole supported chains, uh, users on those chains to have a native like uh, Anchor experience. So they can connect their MetaMask wallet in the case of uh, Avalanche, uh, and then be able to interact with Anchor uh, not just Anchor Earn, but also Anchor Borrow, uh, so they can actually deposit uh, collateral, uh, all the supported uh, collaterals, uh, Bonded Luna, Bonded ETH, and 
the uh, AVAX uh, staked version uh, and be able to borrow UST. Uh, and they will be uh, able to get uh, one whole wrap UST in their uh, Avalanche uh, wallet, and they will be able to do whatever they wish with the uh, board uh, UST. So essentially, it opens up uh, the Anchor uh, features to uh, Avalanche users. And other chains, uh, I'm sure, are uh, coming soon. Uh, so for a little bit of a background on uh, Aperture's collaboration with uh, the Anchor team um, on this. So when we uh, started the uh, when we started uh, pitching the idea of uh, Aperture as a as an easy to use cross chain investment uh, platform, uh, we uh, one of our core uh, value add here is this uh, easy to use cross chain uh, infrastructure, and we're not building another bridge, uh, but uh, rather we're integrating existing trustworthy. Uh, uh, interop uh, solutions like wormhole. Um, so you know we looked at uh, we looked at the all the ways we can interact with wormhole and be able to communicate uh, what to do on uh, on the chains along with uh, token transfers. And we realized uh, quickly that you know wormhole uh, offers this token bridge, uh, and it only allows you to perform a token transfer without the ability to uh, specify uh, data, uh, generic data in a memo field. Uh, there is no memo field in the uh, token transfer uh, interface. Uh, so we came up with a design to use, uh, utilize another a generic message uh, transfer along with the token transfer, and then encode the token transfer information in that message to be able to instruct the smart contract on the other side to perform the uh, specified action. Uh, so we basically contributed this design uh, to uh, the uh, anchor team, and uh, you know we we uh, started uh, uh, getting our hands dirty, and we basically uh, together uh, developed uh, both the Terra side uh, and the Ethereum side uh, contracts uh, that are able to communicate, uh, communicate with each other and do token transfers uh, you, on top of that design. Uh, and that's how, uh, uh, and then, you know, a, a lot of hard work uh, followed suit, uh, resulted in what uh, recently uh, came up as the cross anchor. And the same cross chain uh, communication uh, mechanism is what powers the aperture uh, cross-chain feature uh, that is coming up uh, over the next few weeks as well. Oh, wow. That's incredible to hear. So you guys had kind of um, essentially helped them replicate and achieve the vision of uh, the interoperability because eventually the grand vision for interacting with the Anchor products, it will be chain agnostic. I mean, every user will just be able to go to something and it really won't matter what chain you're on. You will still get the same experience. So it's really cool to hear that you guys like kind of like played a fundamental role in getting that accomplished. Um, so with that, like obvious, obvious ability, you guys are kind of, uh, you guys are kind of behind the scenes making stuff happen. Um, and one thing I couldn't help but notice is that you guys have Doquan backing. 
uh, notice this as uh, as a component to a component to your guys's website. And personally, as a lunatic, it's like I hear Doquan backing. Okay, these guys know their stuff, and now I'm hearing that you guys are developing some really key pivotal pivotal smart contract stuff. I just kind of wanted to get a little bit of uh, insight on how you guys have interacted with Doquan. Has he been involved in the vision? Has have you guys uh, discussed with him you know, your guys's endeavors and stuff like that? Uh, uh, we were initially connected uh, with Doe through uh, one uh, with one of our um, venture uh, capital partners, uh, Parify. Um, so we had a chat with Doe very early on um, because Aperture's vision is really cross-chain. And when we talk about cross-chain, um, some sort of currency has to be the backbone uh, to support the cross-chain operations. In this very particular case, UST uh, as a decentralized currency fits perfectly into the picture. Um, so from a long-term perspective, um, Aperture's vision uh, very much aligns with uh, Terra's uh, vision to make UST be the uh, only currency decentralized across different chains. And uh, with the power of the UST, we're, we'll be able to move assets uh, across different chains and also power users uh, natively to invest across different other chains. Um, given this, uh, this, I would say, very perfect alignment of visions between Terra and uh, Aperture, uh, Doe was very supportive in terms of our, our overall uh, effort. And he uh, also, um, uh, he, as you guys already know, he was one of the early angels for Aperture Finance. Yeah, and Doe oh, actually uh, helped connect us with the Anchor Engineering team uh, and, uh, you know, our collaboration uh, then started. So, yeah. Incredible relationship to hear there. Excited to hear that you guys are aligned with the vision and goal of making UST like a decentral, the, the go-to option for stablecoin. Yeah, which kind of kind of leads into my next question, which I, I think you might have already answered in a way, but uh, what kind of deposits will you guys accept it? Will it be UST and then some others later down the line or kind of what are you guys looking at? So currently with our uh, Delta Nifu strategy uh, in soft launch stage, uh, we only accept UST as a uh, deposit and the Aperture Smart Contract will automate uh, the setup of the uh, Delta Neutral position, namely uh, depositing a portion of the uh, UST deposit into Anchor and use the resulting AUST as a collateral you know, to start minting uh, at the MSF and also use the remaining funds for the uh, long position. Uh, but uh, an upcoming feature uh, on our, our roadmap is to support other uh, token uh, in deposits. Uh, so for example, uh, one of the biggest asks I have seen from the uh, community is the ability to uh, deposit AUST uh, directly. You know, it doesn't fundamentally uh, change how the strategy works, but it, it, it does uh, it, uh, provide, uh, you know, a convenience value to the users so that, that they don't have to withdraw from Anchor first and then do the uh, deposit into Aperture's uh, neutral uh, strategy. Later. So if, they, if a user were to deposit AUST, would they, would they still receive that capital efficiency on top of that? So where they're depositing a 20% asset and they're depositing into your vault that is claiming like 30%. Is that added on? Is that a, a capital efficiency event there? Or is it just that by the time it gets into your vault, it already gets converted to UST? So uh, our... Well, uh, so our strategy will um, 
keep like uh, more than two thirds of the uh, initial invest in, uh, investment in the form of AUST uh, as the uh, collateral asset. Uh, so uh, no matter what token the user uh, deposits, uh, the contract will uh, be able to automate the setup of the technical uh, positions as well as the AUST uh, collateral. So if the initial deposit uh, deposit is already in UST, then we will basically uh, withdraw a small portion of the AUST from Anchor uh, to get UST for that long uh, position set up. Okay. Uh, yeah, so it's more of a, a convenience uh, for users. Uh, so they can truly one click, you know, uh, no matter what tokens uh, they currently have. And uh, we, uh, you know, we can also potentially offer a uh, more generic, you know, swap and invest uh, feature so they can actually deposit other tokens. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, we can uh, have like a, a router uh, that, uh, and that is able to achieve the best possible rate uh, uh, to UST uh, and then uh, initialize the uh, total neutral uh, setup. Okay. I wanted to ask a little bit about how does the service payout performance? Is it just instantaneous? You're, you can you deposit and you see your assets grow, or is it after a certain period of time? In the Delta Neutral strategy, we have um, a two-week uh, waiting period before the long farm can start. Um, in the upcoming web app release, we'll be outlining the components or the timeline for the strategy as well. For now, if you look at the web app, uh, it's actually just a one whole number, but in the future will be uh, clearly uh, described what, what is the current stage and what is the next stage and how much time it's gonna take for each stage. Uh, just but for general overview, the first two weeks, users will be enjoying um, the yield from the short farm uh, as well as the anchor uh, yield. And after the first two weeks, uh, that's when the Delta Neutral uh, strategy is at a full pace. Um, we'll have the rewards from the anchor, from a short farm, from long farm. On top of that, there's also trade fee uh, by providing liquidity in long farm and also the spec uh, token uh, plus auto compounding. Okay. okay. So, oh, sorry. Uh, so what kind of fee structures are you guys looking at right now? Uh, so far, we have a 10% based on the gain. For example, you deposit $1,000 at the end of the year, um, the APY uh, is 30%, they will, you end up with $1,300. And we'll be taking a 10% from the $300 earning only. Okay, 10% off of that. I gotcha. Okay, so I wanted to get a little bit into uh, your guys' like vaults. Um, as a true as a true DeFi power user, um, I, I would I would personally benefit and appreciate uh, an ability to partake into some riskier endeavors, riskier opportunities, riskier strategies that offer some higher APYs. Um, and I do see that Aperture kind of has that that holistic structure to kind of accomplish a much easier solution for me personally. So I would be okay with paying that. 10% if I could get a better yield opportunity off chain, but I can have the peace of mind that you guys are managing it and everything like that. So is there kind of a consideration to have a risk tier system to kind of have some vaults that are much riskier, vaults that are much more safer, um, strategies that kind of are a little bit more diversified for all of DeFi users? 
Yes, no, absolutely. You know, we've uh, we, we've seen like very active community engagement. Like we've received many uh, excellent uh, suggested strategies from our uh, Discord server, and uh, you can find the link on our, our website. Uh, so you know, we are basically uh, our roadmap like is has been growing uh, very, very fast. Uh, it's, now we have a long list of like strategies uh, that we would like to uh, implement. Uh, so uh, definitely uh, some of these are uh, uh, geared towards uh, the more risk appetite uh, user uh, groups. So, uh, you know, like kind of like the PGM box uh, yeah. looping thing, right? So <laughs> that's one example. Uh, you know, basically, as long as uh, there are user demand for it, we'll uh, prioritize accordingly. Uh, and you know, we're also trying our best to scale our uh, team uh, so we can uh, bring these exciting uh, value-add uh, one-click strategies uh, to, uh, to to our users uh, sooner. I gotcha. Thank you. Cool. So this is something that I care deeply about. Uh, governance tokens. Will you guys have one? Um, when can I buy it? How much can I buy of it? And can I get rich off of it? <laughs> <laughs> That's a great question. Uh, thanks for that. Uh, so our current plan is to uh, have a tentative uh, token release uh, by the end of Q2. Uh, so we're working very hard to uh, design its uh, economic model uh, so it uh, it can help uh, the Aperture uh, platform and the uh, community uh, deliver uh, sustainable values. Uh, so, you know, of course, a lot of things are uh, still up in the air, uh, but uh, you already mentioned uh, governance. Uh, so the Aperture token is definitely uh, a core player uh, in that regard uh, in the sense that uh, token holders will be able to vote. Uh, so for example, they can modify the data neutral strategies uh, performance fee uh, value. So instead of 10%, maybe you can increase or decrease it. And you can also vote to change the fee structure. So you know maybe you don't want it to be uh, uh, a Percentage based off of the uh, realized gain, but you would um, you would want to have some other way of calculating it, um, and onboarding new uh, chains, uh, so like Solana and uh, Avalanche, Ethereum, and onboarding uh, new uh, crossing apps or marketplace strategies uh, in our current terminology, uh, and also onboarding uh, new interop solutions. Uh, so uh, potentially including all bridge, uh, bridge, uh, et cetera. Uh, because uh, Wormhole uh, is what we're uh, getting started with, uh, but other bridges, sometimes uh, their, their, their versions of the wrap tokens have uh, you know, better liquidity uh, in certain uh, cases. Uh, so we would love to, do, to be able to integrate uh, all high value uh, cross chain solutions there. Uh, so, you know, we can recommend the best route uh, for users and advanced users can customize uh, the routing 
as well. Uh, so uh, yeah, so that, that's uh, confidence and other uh, potential uh, utility uh, cases for, uh, for the token uh, include a variety of things. Uh, so one thing is, uh, you know, exclusive access to uh, certain uh, strategies. Uh, so, you know, if uh, a community member or, you know, aperture team in-house uh, develops a, uh, an amazing strategy, but the uh, capital capacity is not very high. So it would make sense for, uh, you know, uh, token holders uh, to be able to have like earlier or exclusive access to it. Uh, and the uh, amount of capital they can invest can also depend on the amount of token uh, they, uh, they hold uh, or stake. Uh, so uh, that's just a sneak peek of uh, uh, you know, what uh, some of the utility values of the tokens will look like. Thank you for that. There was actually yeah. one of my follow-up questions was going to be about how the, the governance structure kind of worked, like how a user um, would be incentivized to kind of hold the token and what abilities that would open up for the user to impact change. Um, but my next question is going to be a little bit more on the safety side. Um, is that liquid pr liquidation protection. Um, so like the, the part of the value add here is that I, as a DeFi user, can come deposit my money and have the peace of mind that you guys are going to be managing that delta neutral strategy for me. And it's quite annoying to manage those things. So you guys are already doing a great service for me. Uh, I, but I also want to have the peace of mind component to it. So how does the liquidation protection work? How does that kind of work behind the scenes? Um, and what is the success rate on this? Because I have heard of liquidation protection before and there have been rare instances where oh no we got compromised yeah uh, that's a, a great question so uh, found safety uh, and you know just uh, security in general uh, is our uh, one of our biggest uh, concerns here like we spend a lot of uh, time and effort trying to make sure our uh, entire infrastructure and system is robust and uh, uh, so I can talk about the on-chain part and then maybe Gao can talk more about the infrastructure side uh, of uh, the liquidation protection uh, mechanism. So our smart contract is, uh, for the data neutral strategies is actually quite long. Like it, it contains not just the position opening and closing logic, uh, but it also like has a lot of logic that are dedicated to rebalance uh, and reinvestment. Uh, so, uh, you know, uh, alpha neutral strategies, uh, you know, can still, uh, expose to, uh, the impermanent loss due to, to a price movement of the mirror asset, uh, since, you know, we're providing liquidity in the constant, uh, product liquidity pool, uh, TerraSwap. uh, so, uh, you know, all the classic impermanent loss uh, will still happen. Uh, so, you know, the whole position can uh, deviate from delta neutrality uh, over time. Uh, so we have uh, on-chain uh, logic to be able to uh, bring back the position to the uh, delta neutral state. Um, so th th that's the first uh, aspect. And the se uh, second aspect is to uh, monitor the collateral ratio because if, uh, even if uh, the position is out of neutral, it doesn't mean uh, the founder's safe. 
you, you got to watch out for uh, like significant changes from the initial uh, target uh, collateral ratio that the user set. Uh, so you know we also have uh, uh, code that brings back the collateral ratio uh, to the original uh, goal or uh, target value set by the user. And the third aspect is reinvestment, because uh, we uh, we got yield from multiple streams. Uh, we got anchor earn yield uh, for the collateral. We got short form yield in the form of the mirror token. We also got long form yield in the form of mirror token, but auto compounded by spectrum. So the LP tokens are actually increasing, uh, and the spectrum token reward as well on top of the Terrasol trade fee. So over time, these uh, like reward will accumulate and it would make sense for, uh, for us to uh, swap those tokens for UST. And these USTs can actually help with the uh, former two points on uh, Delta neutrality and uh, safe collateral ratio because if uh, we need more UST to buy some more uh, mirror asset to be able to achieve Delta neutralness or uh, to be able to uh, uh, help with the uh, collateral ratio adjustment, then you know we can utilize those. And if uh, those two points are already met, uh, we have some extra USC, that's perfect. We can increase the overall uh, total neutral uh, position. Uh, so basically we help reinvest uh, and uh, have the new funds uh, from the reward, uh, be able to earn this high yield uh, going forward as well. Uh, so that's how our uh, smart contract uh, works uh, on these aspects. Uh, but uh, one limitation with the current uh, state of the uh, Cosmos blockchain is that it cannot automatically schedule itself. So someone has to you know, pay gas and trigger these uh, rebalance and reinvestment uh, transactions. And that's where our uh, infrastructure comes in. And, uh, I can probably take over. <laughs> so basically, in addition to what Patient just mentioned on chain, uh, off chain we have a controller that constantly monitors uh, the current collateral ratio, uh, the neutrality, as well as how much balance is available. Uh, once certain conditions is met, uh, the controller will be uh, uh, send out the transaction to trigger the actual uh, rebalance on chain. Um, so the whole infrastructure is built on top of AWS across different time zones, uh, uh, availability zones. Um, and we are working on, uh, so for now, the uh, controller will run every five minutes to monitor and then to protect users' uh, position. Uh, we're working on a change that uh, potentially can help us to uh, do this uh, controller rebalancing every two or three minutes uh, or even every one minute. Um, so that way we'll offer a greater flexibility and more protection for users' liquidation. Um, what, because in the web app, we allow user to, uh, we only allow user to uh, uh, start the position with a reasonably safe collateral ratio. Uh, the probability for any stock tokens to jump by 33% within um, five minutes is actually extremely low. Um, so based on those couple of factors, we're reasonably confident that we'll be able to uh, uh, eliminate the risk for liquidation. And uh, because we're also constantly uh, beefing up our infrastructure, uh, that will give user uh, further peace of mind. 
It's really awesome. cool to kind of hear behind the scenes how the smart contract is working, how you guys are tapping into the fees from the auto compounder and kind of using those to kind of give protection for users. Um, because I, I personally, when I deposit in a vault, I just take my tokens and I just run away with them. But you guys have kind of found a way to how to harness those assets to kind of give you a, a layer of protection there. So really cool. Thank you so much for breaking that down. Cool. So, so final question. Uh, what is on your roadmap and what do people need to know? Can you drop any alpha for us? Give us specific times and dates or uh, yeah, what's, what's coming up for, for Aperture? Uh, we're planning, uh, we're planning a launch next week. Uh, day oh, TBD. Wow. I think McDavid can talk more about it. Um, for, that's the terror only talking neutral. Um, and then we're coming to a few EVM chains. Um, uh, probably in a month. Uh, at the same time, we're working on a similar data neutral strategy based on Polygon. Uh, in addition to those things, uh, Solana will be uh, in our target. Uh, we'll, we'll be rolling to Solana also very soon in probably two months or so. So a lot of stuff uh, are happening. And Peijian has been helping us to build the whole thing from the ground up. Uh, there's a lot of exciting stuff. Yeah, and I'm not sure when this podcast will come out. We could already be live by the time <laughs> it happens. But if you're not and you're watching this on YouTube, and you look on the whiteboard behind us, you'll see the password to get into the soft launch. And likewise, <laughs> if you if you join our Discord server, um, the mods will um, happily uh, share the password with you. Um, so hopefully you don't have millions and millions of users who are going to um, run Just up TBL too much before we go into public. But... Yeah, for anyone who's listening, there's definitely a way to get access if we're not already live by the time you hear this. Yeah, I mean, for our millions of viewers, we, we thank <laughs> you for that for that soft loss pa password, or soft launch password. Thank you. Um, yeah, Justin, right. you want to take us out? Yeah, all right. Well, thank you guys so much. Thank you, Aperture team, for joining us. Uh, that was a, an incredibly insightful um, uh, conversation that we just had. I uh, got to hear what you guys are doing and just but by, by the sounds of it, I'm super excited to kind of see you guys flesh out this product because I think it's ultimately aligned with kind of the decentralized component of the ecosystem. You guys want to create this vision for interoperability where the user does not care what chain they're on. And you guys are right in line with there. And on top of that, you're using UST. So what lunatic does not like that? Um, but yeah, so I just wanted to give users a little bit of a quick little look. So this is Aperture's website. Uh, their information is on the left side of the screen, aperture.finance, and that is their Twitter handle. If you guys are wanting to keep up with what's going on over there, definitely go check out their website. Thank you guys so much for watching. Like, subscribe, comment, give everything you guys do on the YouTube side of things. Thank you so much. This has been the Terabytes Pod. Thank you.